you ever wondered what keeping in touch days are? We'll listen to today's episode of the Working Mama podcast and you'll discover more. Welcome to the Working Mama podcast, a show that provides real world tips, tricks and advice to all working mamas on how they can have a career, family and hopefully one day break the glass ceiling. Hey mamas, welcome back to another episode of the Working Mama podcast. I hope this episode you are well, you're kicking goals and you're thriving. Just a quick shout out as well that the wait list for the next round of the Working Mama Village is now open. So I'll put a link in the show notes. Be sure to come in and check it out. They'll be opening in September. Uh, so stay tuned for more information. But there's some great things happening inside the village as we speak. So you don't want FOMO and you need to get in there and check it out. So wait for September, sign up and good things will come your way. Today's episode is going to be all around a topic of keeping in touch days. So if you're not based in Australia, apologies, this is only relevant for the Australian audience. What are keeping in touch days? How do you access them? What we're going to talk about today. And it all came up because during a recent discussion in the Working Mama community, the topic of keeping in touch days was raised. Uh, and a number of people weren't even aware of them or found out about them after their maternity leave. These days aren't new and they've been around for quite a while, but unfortunately, employers don't really promote it. Um, and also then women going on maternity leave often as well, as I said, aren't even aware of them. So I thought I'd put together this episode for you to give you more details and information on what are keeping in touch days. I want to say this from the outset, a key source of information for this podcast is from the Fair Work Australia and also Services Australia websites, and I'll link to both of those for more information in the show notes. I will also premise it that if you do have you know, entitlement, uh, legal-based questions and things like that, I strongly suggest that you speak to your HR person or uh, if you're really unsure again or wanting to seek legal advice, please do so through those channels. This is a very broad brush overview about keeping in touch days. So let's get into it. I'm going to go through uh, what are the keeping in touch days, the different entitlements, because not everyone is entitled to keeping in touch days, examples of how you can use them, tips, and then also just some links that uh, you can go to. So, okay, let's start from the top. What are keeping in touch days? Keeping in touch days are designed to do just that, allow you to keep in touch with your employer whilst you're on unpaid maternity leave and it's really important I stress that it is unpaid maternity leave so for example if you've already taken your works maternity leave even the government's maternity leave that's all finished you then can get keeping in touch days if you're already on paid maternity leave unfortunately you're not entitled to this you hear stories that of women that have had no contact or no engagement with their employer whilst they've been on maternity leave only to return back to work to find a completely new, say, HR system, new finance system, and no idea how to use it. And then you, they may even hear this the situation of, oh, yeah, we will offer training like a month or two ago. You should have come. And you're thinking, well, I actually could have if only, A, I knew about it, 
And are you going to go in just on goodwill, uh, look out, probably pay for even a day of childcare and something like that, get care for your child and then go into work? Probably not. So that's exactly where keeping in touch days can really help you. And I'll go into some more examples uh, in a little bit. So, and we all know returning to work is hard enough, let alone new changes and things like that on top of it. And that is exactly where keeping in touch days give you the opportunity to receive a paid day from your employer whilst you transition back from maternity leave. So all those things about the transition, the return back to work, some of those issues can also be overcome by adopting and using keeping in touch days. And I'm sure that some people are going to be listening to this going, why didn't I have access to this? Well, next time you're on maternity leave or if you're even currently on maternity leave, use this as a way to transition back in. And look, Sometimes we expect our employers to, you know, do the right thing. And look, there are a lot of employers out there that will treat you well, but there's also a number of employers and even managers that don't necessarily follow the goodwill and the just the normal everyday logical thinking. They will make things a little bit tougher. Um, and yep, there's a whole episode I've done in the past around return to work, and I'm sure I'll do more in the, in coming up, but. To help you make the transition, I would suggest take ownership on what you're doing with that return to work. And helping you take ownership is also by leveraging the keeping in touch days. So what are the entitlements that you have around keeping in touch days? It is an agreement between you and your employer and you can access up to 10 days keeping in touch. And so that's at your normal everyday, like your pay Uh, your wage um, before you went back. You can access this from 14 days after you become your child's or a child's primary carer until you return back to work. Good news, these 10 days don't count as you returning to work or extend your paid parental leave period and other associated payments. And your employer cannot request a keeping in touch day until six weeks after the birth of your child. You cannot claim the keeping in touch days once you have returned to work, regardless if you have used the 10 days or not. So there's quite a lot in that. You can access up to 10 days paid and that's at your wage. And it's important to note that one hour or more of paid work counts as one day and payments are made by your employer and not the government. Um, It's just like, the gay parental leave, the government pays that. With this one, it pays it to your employer and then the employer pays you. But good news, you're able to get your normal wage and leave entitlements for each keeping in touch days. So it's really, it's, you know, a bit of extra pocket money whilst you're on maternity leave, 10 days. It's, you know, it's half a month of wages and things like that. So definitely just as probably as you're turning back into work and you're just wanting a little bit more money, this is a great way to do it. So keeping in touch days can be used in a variety of different ways. So they can be used as part of a day, one day at a time. They could be a few consecutive days or they could be used all at once. And so what are some examples of how a keeping in touch day can be used? It could be for you to stay connected with your employer. So for example, if there's meetings, a conference, uh, you know, there might be some organizational changes that you need to be made aware of, like a, an employee town hall. 
this is a way that you could attend those meetings, even maybe organize a few meetings as a half day, full day, whatever works for you, uh, just before you return back into work to really help with that transition. Um, and that's what they're really aimed to be is to help you transition into um, back into work. So examples are participating in a planning or a strategy day, a training day. It's like I said earlier around a new computer system or say HRIT or finance or something like that. You go in for the training day for it. Attending a conference could either be an internal conference, external conference, a regular team meeting. So if there's some big changes or even just to you know, it could even be you agree, you know, two months out that you'll attend your team meeting every week um, and maybe some other meetings, you know, for half a day. And then you'll get paid for that one whole day because that's what it is. You only have to do one hour's worth of work to then get paid that full day. Um, and that's from the Fair Work Australia website. Learning a new system or a process. Also having some time in the office before you're officially back returning to work. But please also note there are some limitations on the type of work that can be done on these days. Anything socially related, you cannot claim as keeping in touch days. For example, the work Christmas party. As much as that is a keeping in touch with work and often a really great engagement activity, sorry, it's social and so it doesn't count. Some tips for setting up keeping in touch with your employer. It's important that both you and your employer or manager agree to that working day. And look, sometimes it may be the manager putting those demands onto you, or it can also be you putting it onto your employer. Uh, generally, I would also recommend you get an agreement of your keeping in touch day in writing between you and your employer, and then providing this to HR and or payroll if you have this uh, department within your company. Uh, it's important that it's on paper, it's recorded. So if there are any discrepancies um, in the, you know, going forward or anything like that or misunderstandings, which there can be, it's really good to have this in writing that you'll both be on the same page and probably also aligning with your manager and setting some expectations about even the type of, if it, for its meeting, what type of meetings you may want with people, um, how you'd like to manage your transition back into work. So yes, keeping in touch days are one aspect but then returning back to work and that transition is a completely new ball game. I am also just on that looking at developing a course to support women transitioning back because I think there's so much more that we can do to actually take ownership because I know that when I transitioned back into work, I was hoping my employer would take a little bit more ownership, but it was actually in the end I needed to do it. So it was something that yeah, really showed me. And as someone said to me a little while ago, and even um, I think it was on the Sarah Macris um, podcast back at the start of 2021, she said, you need to be the CEO of your career. And look, I love that quote because it's so true. We need to be the CEOs, you know, of returning back from mat leave. You know, think about our transition. How do we want to be treated? How do we want to go? And keeping in touch days a fantastic way to manage that transition help you ease back in. You hear, you hear of circumstances all the time of women, say, going from one to four days and gradually building up. Keeping in touch days really helps you build up those days over a period before you go back, you know, on that every day, the hard slog um, returning back into work. And look, it is a transition. Um, let's not forget it. So yeah, I wanted to 
really today just do a really short sharp episode just to round keeping in touch days letting you know what way they are because they're a great way to get a small top up of funds while you're on maternity leave allow you to have a smoother transition back to work and also remain connected with your employer which as we all know is a great thing to do if you've got any questions about this as i said i really suggest checking out the fair work australia website or the services australia websites speak with your internal hr and if you've got any questions please don't hesitate to ask me i'll try and answer them as best as i can otherwise i will direct you on to other people that i know a little bit more experts in this area but otherwise best of luck mama and i hope you have a great day speak with you soon cheers bye Thank you for listening to the Working Mama podcast. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast catch-up. I invite you also to join the Working Mama community on Facebook and join in the conversation with other like-minded working mums. Please also feel free to contact me on any of the Working Mama social channels. Remember, Mama is M-U-M-M-A or website www.workingmama.com.au. I would appreciate you to share this podcast with friends and colleagues, especially those that are parents managing the juggle. And I would really appreciate if you had to take the time out to leave a review of the podcast. I'll be giving a shout out to select people that do so. So stay listening and you might be one of them. Thank you and see you next time. Have a great week.